Chapter 1 I saw it in the paper this morning, says Harry. Sounds like a barbecue without the tailgate. Driver flambéed behind the wheel in her car. If you like, I'll take it off your hands. But why would we want the case? To Harry, it sounds like a dog. I ignore him. The cops are still trying to identify the victim, I tell him. Harry Hines is my partner of more than 20 years. Madriani and Hines, attorneys at law. Coronado near San Diego. Business has been thin of late. For almost two years, we had been on the run, hiding out from a Mexican killer named Laquita, who was trying to punch holes in us with a stiletto. This is apparently what passes for business in the world of narco-fueled revenge. And the man wasn't even a client. For a while after it ended and Laquita was dead, the papers were full of it. Harry and I, along with Herman Diggs, our investigator, became local celebrities. Everything was fine until the FBI stepped in. They announced publicly that they were giving us a citizen's award for cooperation with law enforcement. For a firm of criminal defense lawyers, this was the kiss of death, Satan giving Gabriel a gold star. Referrals on cases dried up like an Egyptian mummy. Everywhere we went, other lawyers who knew us stopped shaking our hands and began giving us hugs, frisking us to see which of us was wearing the wire. Harry and I are no longer welcome at defense bar luncheons unless we go naked. You look like hell, says Harry. Thanks. Just to let you know, a beard does not become you. I have not shaved since yesterday morning. I was up at four this morning meeting with our client at the county lockup in the hospital. You were him, he asks. What? Which one of you was being treated, says Harry. I look that bad? He nods. Alex Ives, 26, arrested for DUI. A few bruises, no broken bones, I tell him. That still doesn't answer my question. Why are we taking the case? Is there a fee involved? He's a friend of Sarah's, I tell him. Ah, he nods slowly as if to say, we are now reduced to this. Sarah is my daughter. She is mid-twenties, going on 40, and has a mother complex for troubled souls. She seems to have been born with a divining rod for knowing the naturally correct thing to do in any situation. Not just social etiquette, but what is right. Sarah lacks the gene that afflicts so many of the young with poor judgment. You might call her old-fashioned. I choose to call her wise. For this, I am blessed. For the same reason, when she asks a favor, I would very likely come to question my own judgment if I said no. The kid didn't call me, I tell Harry. He called Sarah. Apparently they've known each other since high school. So what did he have to say, says Harry, this client of ours? Says he's sorry and he's scared. That's it? The sorry part. The rest hung over him like a vapor. You'd think he'd never seen concrete walls before. Alex Ives seemed to be dying of sleep deprivation, and still the fear was dripping off him like an icicle. Said he'd never been arrested before. What else? Apart from that, he can't remember a thing. Well, at least he remembered that part. Hope he told the cops the same story. Harry looks at me over the top of his glasses, cheaters that he wears mostly for reading. You believe him? Or do you think maybe he was just that juiced? If he's telling the truth, with that kind of memory loss, he probably blew a 0.3 on the breathalyzer. He was unconscious at the scene. We won't get the blood alcohol report until this afternoon.
Cops said they smelled alcohol on him. And of course, while they were treating him and he was unconscious, they sank their fangs into his neck and drew blood, says Harry. A passing motorist pulled him from his car and away from the flames. Otherwise, we wouldn't even have him. Everything inside both cars was toast. Thank God for small favors. Sarcasm is Harry's middle name. It looks like Ives T-boned the other vehicle at an intersection, a dirt road and a two-lane highway east of town out in the desert. Way the hell out, according to the cops. McCain Valley Road. He lives out there? No, he lives in town, a condo in the gas lamp district. What was he doing way out there? That's 50 miles as the crow flies, says Harry. I shake my head. Says he doesn't know. The last thing he remembers is being at a party up north near Del Mar, about 7.30 last evening, and then nothing. Was he drinking at this party, says Harry. Says he had one drink. How big was the glass? Anybody with him? I mean, to vouch for this one drink theory. I shake my head. He says he was alone. Let's see if I've got this. Unconscious at the scene, smells of alcohol, and the other driver is dead. And now he can't remember anything, except for the fact that he had only one drink. I'd say we got the wrong client. Why couldn't Sarah know the cinder in the other car? Her blood kin, at least, will have a good civil case.